Get snippets of your favorite Bollywood celebrities' beliefs, hobbies, movie choices, and journey into the industry. Hosted by Anil Shrivatsa. Hi, Mira. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. A little barraged by these advertisements that you put on my ear. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> you should have warned me. <laughs> this is what we get. Uh, you know, this is what keeps us alive, in terms of uh, you know our survival. Speaking of survival, Mira, I know I've been at uh, certain forums with you, where you have uh, you know talked about the plight of screenwriters and screenplay writers and scripters for that for that matter. In this big bad world, financial uh, glut in Hollywood, Bollywood, with all the money made. Where do the screenwriters and the screenplay, the story uh, people who bring come up with the stories for these films, uh, are they compensated well enough, in your opinion? Because uh, I know this is a cause very dear to you. No, let me just get the record straight. I wasn't talking about the plight of screenwriters. I was simply uh, was the was the keynote speaker at a conference that supported a festival for screenwriters, mm-hmm. and I uh, really want to support that because I believe that uh, uh, South Asian community, a South Asian community in this culture, also deserves our stories to be told. And we, and if we don't tell them, nobody else is going to for us. So, uh, plight is rather a strong word to use. Uh, of course, screenwriters are, at, you know, the fountain of uh, any work uh, that a film director does, and uh, and I believe that they, uh, you know, they often, I mean, have had to fight over the years in in Hollywood um, for respect and uh, mm-hmm. have achieved them, have achieved it to some extent, but it's nowhere near, uh, you know, the kind of credit a director receives. In in India, it's not even as simple. In India, it's uh, very little respect, I think, is accorded to the writer, and uh, unless they until they achieve something quite major, and then then there's a kind of respect, which I find I really lament. Um, um, you know, financially, uh, I think because of the Writers Guild and and unions that have been created by writers to to protect their own talents, uh, I feel financially um, writers are being like contractually, you know, part of the game from the beginning and a part of the budget at the end and so on and part of the ownership at the end and that's that's perfectly fair and uh, you know, but it has taken a struggle to get there. Yes, that's what I was going to mention. And with all the stories you've said over the over your career, we have we have Salam Bombay and then Mississippi. Masala. And the stories you've told are uh, were they were they your stories, or this is something that you brought to life with someone else's penmanship? Um, both, both. Uh, usually, these most of these films that you've mentioned, except for the Perez family, in which I was a hired director by a Hollywood studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the other stories originate in me, and then I've been blessed enough and lucky enough to have found. Uh, you know, great, actually good friends who became writers like Sunita Arapurwala who did Salam Bombay and Mississippi Masala to work uh, with me from the origin of the idea to gather the research, then we create a plot line and then she goes off and writes it. And I'm sort of around uh, to edit and sculpt and help in, in whatever way possible. And then when we arrive at a shooting script, we usually subject it to actors and, um, you know, a workshop for a few weeks before we shoot it. And then it's sort of more on my plate in terms of where I can take it on the moment of shooting. That's how I work. And that's how Salam Bombay and Mississippi Masala and Monsoon Wedding were sort of conceived and written. Uh, but uh, at the core of them is, you know, that Suni was the screenwriter of, the, of those two films and uh, Sabrina Dhavan is the writer of um, Monsoon Wedding. But it goes through these transmutations. In, in my work, in the way I work, mm-hmm. and and all these movies that you did mention, Salam Bobby, Mississippi, and Monsoon Wedding, now they have a story, uh, really that they have a, that has uh, several social messages in one film. 
uh, right or wrong. But don't make it sound like it's homework because you know the last thing I want to do is uh, make an agenda of social messages and make movies about it. You know, because right, right. No, no, it's not what interests me. I mean, I make films to provoke people to hold a mirror to our world and so on. But no, but it has to be. You know, film is a populist medium and I, I believe very much that I want to get people in the seats wanting to see what happens next in the story and feeling everything that goes with it you know not making a piece of fluff but uh, but uh, you know also making it deeply enjoyable yeah and bringing you to monsoon wedding now in this storyline you have uh, several stories going several uh, issues actually being uh, dealt with uh, you have this uh, you have this issue about uh, an arranged marriage in today's in, in today's youngsters that's a question that they're asking themselves and you've addressed that and then you have this thing about extramarital affairs and you have this thing about uh, but it's it, not like that it's not like a list of taboos no no it's not it's not you know, you're making it's it sound there. extremely like, no, but dry it's, no, but let, let me finish it's a story it's characters it's plots you know. yes it's plots that's what I'm saying let me finish about what I'm saying is these are plots that are so nicely interwoven and they blend in the story now is is and, and, uh, there is an underlying thing I have seen Mississippi Masala I have seen Salam Bombay and I have seen Monsoon Wedding I have a question for you which uh, you can choose not to or answer it is Every there's there's an underlying uh, use of of um, of a subdued or a modest sexuality that that in all these films that you use in all these films is is that is that the Mira Nair style uh, even Kama Sutra of Kama Sutra that's a subject you know, so you can get away from that in that one but uh, otherwise speaking well. Um I hope that it's not always modest. You know, sometimes it's modest, but sometimes it's uh, it's different depending on the theme of the. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I I I do you know believe in the sort of Kama Sutra way of uh, engaging all one's senses in the work that I do, mm -hmm. and uh, I am visually very engaged in the medium and. Um, I don't know, you know that that's I I I am being recognized for this. I recognize, I, I realize that, but that it's is, not. It's, you, it's just the is, way is I am. It's, it's a sort of an eclectic sensibility that I bring to it, in which which is about really enjoying uh, um, aesthetic things, enjoying um, um, the earth. You know, being very much engaged in all the senses in in cinema. And cinema is a very powerful medium to engage all the senses in, except for the sense of smell. And oftentimes people say that in my films they, they can smell India you know they can smell uh, you know wherever we, we, I'm taking them so especially in monsoon wedding you can really smell India and in, in India today especially yeah the rain you know right, the rain right, that right, you want right. to dance in so that kind of um, yeah I would say that I am a centralist you know but uh, um, it comes with uh, it's sort of what is it somebody called me was uh, iron silk you know the <laughs> you're, you're, cl you're uh, a classic silk you're in hand you know speak softly but carry a big stick sort of thing <laughs> I don't know that's for other people to say but you know I make films that, that about ideas that uh, make my heart go faster and I go with it full on so it is about it is a sensual universe uh, in its translation whether the message of it or whether the story of it is not you know is political or or social or whatever what about actress are you ever going to be one <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> there are many others that i would prefer to see in front of the camera <laughs>
And uh, taking uh, taking us there to that subject, now I see in all your films that you've used not uh, not very well known names, but uh, how what motivates you to pick the roles? Because in Monsoon Wedding, for example, you know you've got you've got characters in there that could be uh, that could be your neighbor. They, don't they have are to my be. neighbor often. Well, uh, I've, so, I've, you know, remind me. Asnasiruddin Shah and wonderful legendary actors. We have my whole family. You know, my nephew Ishan Nair, who's 14 and who's never acted before, as his son. And you know, all my family were in that film. But alongside like soap opera stars and television people and stage, and then just many, many members of the crew who stepped into the roles of the cast who didn't show up. You know, so it was whatever it takes. And oftentimes, well, mostly casting is half the game. And I cast a lot. Uh, again, it seems to be something I do um, is cast a lot of people who don't believe they can act, you know, non-actors. Mm -hmm. And that, I, I sort of respond to people from pure instinct, you know. But, uh, of course, knowing what I need to get out of them on a pressured moment like shooting, I need to subject them to auditions and so on to make sure that my instinct will be proved correctly, you know, served it, rather. So, it's a combination. And then the, 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 the challenge is then to create a milieu before the shooting of the film where we create a democratic sort of atmosphere where you know the known actors and stars can meet the other ones and then they create a place where we can all make fools of ourselves and really get to know each other you know and act and improvise and be comfortable with each other that's the key to the feeling of that family in monsoon wedding all right, and that actually remind me to move next door to you because this will probably be my chance to get into your film. <laughs> it's not next door; it could be. It's, it's it's funny when it strikes, but also obviously when I'm looking. You know, when there's a movie to cast. So. Well, I've been trying. I've been trying since I was 16. So I've, I'm a career uh, looking to be in You're the movies. You're a has been, baby. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I'm, a, I'm just joking. I yeah, don't even course. know what you look like, really. Well, see, now no, that you now that you true. asked, that's not true. We met. And your upcoming projects I'm reading a number of uh, scripts from Hollywood studios and probably going to do a studio movie next and any any commercial ventures with big names that uh, nothing you know? uh, that I, I mean this would be commercial of course but uh, I don't have I'm not sure what you know I'm not even sure which one I'll do forget about the casting <laughs> and, at the uh, moment uh, let me bring you to a subject that's very uh, dear to you uh, I don't know if it's in a dear to you in a good way or a bad way but you are a proponent of this anti-piracy thing that's correct. So let's bring you to your feelings on on what have you learned? Uh, what have you learned from uh, dealing with Indian film distributors, for that matter? Because I, I believe that they are big, they are part of the problem for piracy, as opposed to a solution. The scourge is, you know, for artists like me, and especially I'm an independent filmmaker. I put all my savings into each film that I make, and then I sell it. You know, it's like it's that's the way I live. I don't work for other people. Right, right. So it's a real blow to to the, my own support, both financially and commercially, when half the audience of a film sees it in pirated. DVDs, you know, and uh, the, uh, also as an artist, you know, you struggle so much to make a film that looks a certain way, and these pirated things are obviously totally, sub, you know, stand, un, substandard quality, and uh, so on both those scores, it's 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 really a scourge, you know, uh, for artists and, and, and our work, and I really appeal to our community, which is unfortunately known as a great supporter of piracy, because all the people who live, you know, in our... Uh, in our community, in our homes, just go out and rent something and the whole family sees it. And, you know, and the movie hasn't even opened yet. And I don't know where to begin to wake up, you know, to open people's eyes. But I just appeal to all your listeners to, to you know, you know, 
the one way of supporting an artist and the one way to also enjoy this work as fully as it deserves to be is to go to the screen and to not support pirated DVDs and every DVD that exists you know while the film is in theaters is a fake and I would really love the South Asian community to be a part of that response and not just have this Indian film be a Firangi success you know mm-hmm. but make it part of ours and the way to do it is not to support the pirated DVD simple yes and I'm closing two questions one of them is uh, what have you learned with this experience related to piracy what would you do different next time in your next, next movie oh next time I would hope that I could release the film at the same day in UK US and India you know and then just sort of go for it big and then you know see where it takes us rather than this platform thing but but I, you know it's it's I, I'm one person and I can't and unfortunately because everybody wants me to represent the film in every country so I've had to actually be there and promote the film in every country before it opens so it's not been physically possible for me to do it all in one day but I would like to do that so that we create an event and then it's done you know that could be one lesson I'm not sure and the other lesson is you know um I don't know is just to keep people's awareness up you know about such issues like piracy and the last question how is it different working with uh, Hollywood stars and Bollywood stars I mean um I don't think it's really any different. I think people are very keen to do good work and and whether you're Nasiruddin Shah who isn't quite a Hollywood star but you're a star in the sense of how much of an amazing actor you are mm-hmm. and or whether you're Denzel Washington there's the same kind of excellence that I recognize in such people, you know. And I personally don't really uh worship one system over another by any means. So it's for me the process of mining an actor of of getting from an actor what i need and and creating an atmosphere that enables that person to give me what i want is the same you know whether it's actually a street kid or denzel or nasir you know it's the same except that you you meet different levels sometimes of skill and 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 but the question is for me is always to uh, keep myself in a place where my instinct will always be there to respond you know rather than getting frozen ke bhai hum abhi hollywood ka star ke sath hain to inko direct to nahi karna chahiye and all that nonsense so you know you have to basically be the same <laughs> And, uh, and they react to you differently as a, as as a woman or they don't no, no well they have no choice i've never been anything else yes and today aajkal to kudiyon ka zamana hai so they have no choice har zamana kudiyon ka tha you just didn't know it we just didn't know it. <laughs> you do, you just didn't know it <laughs> well mira thanks a lot for your time Thank i really you. appreciate you being okay, on the bye. air with us okay th- take care thanks a lot now.